Hello, and welcome to Murph's Comic Corner. I am your comic connoisseur, Murph. Today, I am joined by Professor S. How are you doing today, Prof? Well, I'm excellent, S. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, awesome. Today, we are talking about the Clintar, well, the symbiote known as Carnage. Oh, his yes. history, his current um, state in the comics, and the fact that he has a part to play in the next Venom movie. Excellent. In fact, we can't talk Carnage without talking Venom first. So exactly. If you'd let me go way back in time, I'll tell you what happened in the 80s with Secret Wars. Ooh. May I? Yes. So the story began with a 12-run limited series, which was one of Marvel's first attempts at cross-series called Secret Wars. Oh. And in it, um, we had heroes and villains placed on the battle world where the Beyonder uh, made them fight each heroes other. Heroes such as the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, the Hulk, um, the Iron X-Men. Yep. Yeah, the X-Men. They were all there. Cap America, of course. He's always running the show. Well, yeah. poor Spider-Man got his costume ripped, as he often does. And at the time, I remember reading it thinking, well, this is odd, but there was a costume-making machine in one of the Beyonders' um, pieces of equipment. Oh, God. And when he went in it, he thought of the costume he'd want, and he got a nice black costume. Now, that was fine, and they continued the story. But a few issues later, back in his regular series of Amazing Spider-Man, it turns out that the costume was alive. Yep. And an alien symbiote that we later became known as Venom. So somewhere along the line in the mid to late 80s, he got sick of the uh, costume causing him to do weird things, so he got rid of it. And we all know what happened next. Yep. Actually, he had Reed Richards help him get it off. You were absolutely right, because it was afraid of sound. And um, he made a sound thing and put it in a little container to keep it out of trouble. A sound thing. <laughs> like a... Yeah. Um, yeah. The Clintar, as it would... As we would much later find out that yes, they are called, um, have um, fears of f the flame and noise. Yeah, you, you would think that Reed would have used his son-in-law, or brother-in-law, sorry, Johnny Storm, to just put a little fire on it. But I guess they didn't want to burn Spidey. <laughs> um, the Reed nowadays would have I, no issue I would, burning. I would agree. Spidey, he's really more of a villain than a hero nowadays. So or, the or, Venom. Uh, personality began when Eddie Brock, a disgraced reporter, um, was lifting weights in his abandoned room and this black creepy thing found him and said, you don't like Spider-Man. I don't like Spider-Man. You don't like Peter Parker. I happen to know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Let's team up. Yeah. Um, and then one of the world's greatest villains was born. Yeah, now, Todd McFarlane did all the drawing back in the day and he eventually got his own Spider-Man series. Um, but his style is really the one that they still imitate to this day. He, oh, yeah. He is the master of drawing the, the weird webs and the Venom symbiote and it's mm -hmm. all of its crazy forms. Yep. Whenever I think of, like, real, um, old Spider-Man art, I, I immediately think of Todd McFarlane's yeah, he work. he really did a great job there. So I remember the year being 1988 when Venom made his debut. Yep. So you can, you can fact check me on that, but that's what I remember. Now, it was about 1990, if I – again, I'm going to be guessing here, but – it was a couple years into the Venom story when he was imprisoned and he had a cellmate named... Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow the, the Venom symbiote decided to bud or make, a, make an offspring and Carnage was born. Yep. Um, Clint, um, the symbiotes are actually, actually asexually reproduced, so um, 
what happened was that Car- um, Venom, after coming back to Earth, because I'm pretty sure at one point I might be thinking of the Spider-Man animated series here, um, well, was sent to space. Yes. Um, and once uh, um, Venom came back, uh, he found Eddie at the Ravencroft Asylum. That sounds about right. I can't remember um, like, sure. Yeah, I can't remember. I just remember but, that he had... Well, we have to take a minute to talk about his hair because they added <laughs> the character at the end credits of the Venom movie from last year, and I, I got to say, you can't talk about uh, what they did to for Woody Harrelson with that weird wig. Um, yeah, the, the, the hair... Venom, all, not Venom, Cletus Cassidy already, always had, like, curly red hair. Like, from what I could tell, that until, like, the 2010s. So there are an awful lot of actors out there who they could have just either dyed their hair or gotten them to actually be redheaded actors. But, oh, yep. no, we have, have Woody Harrelson. <laughs> my, my biggest problem isn't so much that it's Woody Harrelson in a wig. That is kind of disappointing. It's the fact that they gave him a... Ginger Afro. That's know, that. That's, that's 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 the problem I have. That's it right there. Yeah. So no one needed a ginger. Afro. I want to say Eric Larson was the artist at the time. He followed up after Todd McFarlane started his own series, and Eric drew a lot like um, Todd. So we could check that one too to be sure, comic book fans. But years later, and I have to admit also, um, I didn't collect much after the '90s. I took a break from comics for a while, and one of the comics that brought me back into the 2010s maybe or late 2000s was the new avengers ah and that was the first time i saw carnage in a long time he was part of the uh so electro had uh freed a bunch of prisoners from um the raft and they were running around causing all kinds of trouble and we were introduced to a new superhero who we didn't really know was named the sentry and bob reynolds was in a that's a long scraggly beard and he was hanging out in a cell and they got him loose, and the Carnage came in to cause all kinds of trouble. And he's like, I'm flying this guy to space. And that was the last we saw Carnage for a long time. Yep. Um, Ripped him out of this planet. I totally forgot that Robert Reynolds was the reason why Carnage was in space. Yes, it was not pretty cool trivia. Um, and, then, and then, you know, Brian Michael Bendis wrote those, and he brought us into this whole backstory that maybe the century was here all along, and we all forgot about him. Yep, that was stuff. the 03 run. So it was century. early 2000s. Yep. Gosh, boy, am I... Uh, I'm pretty sure my ears mixed up New now. Avengers was like 07-ish. That could be. Could and be. Um, I think either, I think Century was 2000 or like very, very early 2000s. So we also have to acknowledge that there was another actor who played Venom in the movies from that 70s uh, show. <laughs> Our good friend. Topher. Grace. Grace. And he, we'd say Grace was not how he prepared the character, but he, no. he tried. Uh, um, to be fair, one, let's just... Ugh. But um, it turns out Sam Raimi hated Venom with a passion and did they, not they want it to... They shoehorned him in, right? Yeah. The studio made him put him in. No, um, I feel like the studio wanted to have him have a bigger role, obviously, yep, yep. because of how much of a huge Spider-Man villain he is. But Raimi hate, hates Venom, so yeah. he just shoehorned him in yep, at really the end. Care. And gave us Red Foreman as Eddie Brock. <laughs> yes. So we tried. You know, it was, uh, you know, and one thing that I thought was interesting because his name's Eddie. He was a young guy. That made sense a little bit. He was Peter's age. But I so much, um, much more appreciate that what they've done with the new movie. As does Todd McFarlane. <laughs> yes. So uh, having Eddie as the reporter who is, in this case, doing webcam casts, and that, that was pretty exciting. And I like what they did with him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. 
So uh, expectations or things you've heard about the Venom 2 movie. What do you know? Andy Serkis is directing. Oh, that's going to be a good. That's good. Um, Carnage is going to be an antagonist, maybe not the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. That is mostly a rumor at this point. Um, um, I've also heard rumors that um, a member of the Life Foundation symbiotes um, that in the comics were actually force um, force bred by well forcibly born from Venom. Okay. Um, Scream might be. Yeah, a, I can see that. Um, antagonist that that would actually be pretty dope. So he might have a whole host of uh, of villains to contend with. And um, what's her name? The actress who um, played and Wang actually said she was was well is willing to play she Venom in a movie. Oh, that would be very cool. Do you know what I honestly want them to do? Because knowing this whole ugh um, going on. Yes. Um, oh, the, you're talking about the Sony yeah. Spider-Man Marvel Disney yeah, be, uh, yep. custody battle. Yeah. Um, because we may never get Venom in the MCU. Um, I feel like they we may should never do, get Spider-Man in the MCU yeah, <laughs> after, anymore. Yeah. Um, I feel like they should do the whole thing with, um, I, I can't remember if Anne had cancer or not. No, it, it's Eddie that had oh, cancer. Oh, yes, Eddie has cancer. Um, yep. But um, Anne just, oh, and um, being a reporter and reporting on gang violence violence mm-hmm. or whatever and getting shot Eddie using the symbiote to help her mm-hmm. she um she kills everyone and then um kills herself Whoa. from yeah and Wang kills herself in the comics after uh having the so, venom wow. symbiote so that's your generation read I don't remember those I <laughs> that was remember. in the 90s my guy yeah that's the era I took off the the decade I took off or took a break what I do remember is that the second person to wear the Venom, well, third, because Peter Parker did, was um, Mac Gargan, who we knew as the Scorpion, Oof, and he yeah. bought it well, from, or he was, uh, let me see, it was an auction, Eddie auctioned it off, and a Not criminal true. mastermind yeah. bought it, and then For Mac his son, who right, right. Um, was just a total pansy. What was, the, what was the crime boss's name, do you remember? No, I don't, and... Um, but um, yeah, he got it for his son Angelo. Yep. I, I yes, think his yes. first name was Angelo. I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> and um, Venom actually um, unbonded He's with him like, in, in midair. Yeah, <laughs> yes. because um, he was such a pansy. Yes, <laughs> and he so fell to his death. McDonald Mac Gargan ended up with him, and he wore him throughout the um, the Dark Avengers. I totally forgot that to be Spider-Man. Mac Gargan's real oh, name. Full name. Actually, that's course. the yeah. first time I've heard. It. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> Oof. So um, yeah. they brought him in at the end credits of uh, Sp- Spider-Man: Homecoming. So, you know, he's there in the in the MCU. Well, he may not be, but yeah. uh, that's something well, we might see. If you think about it, at least nowadays, ninety percent of Spider-Man's rogue gallery is the Marvel Universe's rogue gallery. It's true. It's true. But and because he, they're mostly considered Spider-Man villains, they have to be packaged with them, yes. which is horse crap. Right. <laughs> you got it. Well, they um, they have to let him be the Scorpion first before yeah. we even see that. But that that's an interesting run. So in the in Norman Osborn's Dark Avengers, he uh, they called him Spider Man, but I don't think anyone was fooled by that. And um, Dark Avengers was where we got um, Hulk's son, Sakaris, um, Hulk. Yep. And then um, Dokken as um, Wolverine. Yes, yes. Um, now, do you know Moonstruck was Captain Marvel? Yes. Um, um, and who else? Oh, a Bullseye played Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, that's right, Bullseye. That, I thought that was very clever. Yeah. Um, his accuracy. And aren't deadly. they brothers in the comics? No, that's Trickshot you're thinking of. Right, Trickshot and Hawkeye. Trickshot is Barney Barton. There's a name for you. Oh, God. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'd love to see Trickshot in the MCU yeah, going forward. Barney Barton. I, Clint, uh, <laughs> would knock him out. Oh, so the other thing I was going to ask is about our friend uh, um, 
McDonald Mac Gargan um, <laughs> as the scorpion. He was already weird. scarred by uh, the explosion on the boat, right? Is he, is it, we saw him in the end credit. Didn't he have scars of his face? Yes. Oh, my God. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So that, you know, and him and the vulture, we already got them. Um, mm-hmm. It's rumored that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's, uh, Gyllenhaal's Mysterio might have survived. So we've, we're on our way to a Sinister Six if we ever yep. get it. And that, if you think about it, that's kind of what the third movie set up. Yeah, I hope I hope they could pull it off. And I had heard that um, to, uh, not Tobey Maguire, who was our current Spider-Man, Tom Holland. Tom Holland had asked for uh, Jason Momoa to be Craven the Hunter, which would have been great casting. I, um, even though I love him as um, Arthur Curry, mm. um, if he, I can just picture him with a Russian accent yeah, and is incredible. So and think how many people have, have jumped uh, DC to Marvel and back and forth. So you've um, got your uh, J. Jonah Jameson became yep. um, uh, Commissioner Gordon. And you've got and your, he got jacked for that, role. right? Batman like himself they, became the Vulture. Yeah. Unless um, I even talk about what Ryan Reynolds has been up to. Yeah. Um, no. Do you know what I loved about uh, <laughs> Michael Keaton's Vulture? Mm. I was legitimately terrified of him outside of the costume. Right. He didn't need the costume like, to scare the crap like, out of him. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I'm, with the I'm goggles and the wings, it was even more impe- impressive. But he has yeah. a menacing face, and when he turned around in that car. Uh, to, to confront Peter about his daughter and him being Spider-Man, we were all scared for Peter. Yeah, I'm surprised people didn't just piss themselves. In fact, when he opened that door, oh, and when he, she went, he went Michael Keaton's smile alone yeah. is terrifying. So he is. I, he's I far love better him, as a villain than a, but yeah, this has been fun. I uh, I got to get back to the comic book shops. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and I um. And I will um, be taking over for the rest of the time. As the right. soul, whatever. So, um, nice to see, you. nice to have you on. Thank you, sir. It's always good to be here. Of course. All right. Take care. You too. Well, that was fun, and now time to get back to Carnage. The reason why I'm talking about Carnage is because of the most recent run. Well, actually. Technically stemmed from the Venom run done by Donny Cates, um, Absolute Carnage. It is, Cates himself, I'm pretty sure, called it the Avengers Endgame, well, Infinity War slash Endgame of the comics universe. Um, so that's pretty baller. Um, is um, An interesting fact about um, Carnage is that his first guest appearance was in... Amazing Spider-Man Volume One Number Four Three Fifty Nine, and his first full appearance was Spider-Man Volume One Three Sixty. <laughs> um, the uh, the create the people who created the who created Car- Carnage st- um, said that their con- their original character idea was, what if they gave the Venom symbiote to the Joker? So, that alone should terrify you. Um, um, at one point in the 1990s, um, a bit after the introduction of Carnage, the uh, um, Carnage symbiote bonded itself to... I think at the time it was Ben Riley, the clone of Spider-Man, um, who at, 
that time was going by the sensational Spider-Man because Peter Parker had retired for a bit and decided to have a happy life with MJ. Either way, um, Spider-Carnage um, decided to destroy reality itself. Wow. I'm... Um, At one point, um, this was also in the 90s, because the 90s were very weird time for comics. Um, Carnage, Cletus Cassidy figured out, damn it, that, uh, he, well, he, he decided that to send the Carnage symbiote through the internet, because that is apparently a thing, and kill a guy. Just for fun. Um, at one point, I don't remember if this was the 90s or not, um, Carnage kidnapped Venom, Daddy Brock, and, uh, tortured him by chaining him over a, um, over some fire and hitting him with sonic blasts for a few, for a while, um, for fun. I'm going to set my phone down so I can read the, uh, okay, that's a bit low. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, um, and at one point, I think it was the, um, run after, uh, at, um, Maximum Carnage, um, um, Carnage decided to just for really no reason, put pieces of his symbiote, well, of the symbiote, on dead bodies, and that um, caused Spider-Man to think that he killed Carnage, which, because it's Peter Parker and he has this whole thing against killing, um, kind of screwed with him for a bit. A, uh, Oh, um, in the, um, <laughs> Maximum Carnage event, he went on a mass homicide as a warm-up to fighting Spider-Man, so that's pretty messed up. Um, a, uh, another truly twisted thing that Cletus Cassidy, um, in the Carnage Simi had decided to do one morning was go through the, sim- um, the phone book and killed someone because they had a funny name. That someone was Gunny Stein. Um, when he was locked up after, um, well, whatever time, when he, what, after the Maximum Carnage event, um, he decided to, um, show his psychiatrist or whatever his memories of, like, killing his grandmother and by pushing her down the stairs and killing the dog. I don't remember if those are the exact memories. Either way, being exposed to that drove the psychiatrist crazy, which um, which led the psychiatrist to then attack the uh, guards, well, attack and kill slash eat them, 
when um, they were trying to get him away from Carnage. So that just shows how much of a demented mind um, Cleus Cassidy's is. Um, and um, before um, Cleus Cassidy be- became Carnage, he decided to burn down the orphanage he was in. Um, he, like I said, he murdered his grandmother. He actually pushed her down the stairs, and um, then was saddened by the fact that he'd have to wait hours for his mom to get back to see what he did. Um, another messed up thing is the Carnage USA event in 2011, which basically was him infecting an entire town um, at, at, in some, like a rural town, I forget which one it was. Um, <laughs> what's truly messed up about this is that he infected a kid, a, a baby. He, he, he infected a goddamn baby. Um, let me see. Um, that's all I can remember about the Carnage USA event. Um, he infected, um, in the MC2 universe, I'm pretty sure it's the MC2, Carnage decided to infect Peter Parker's son, Ben, Ben Parker, yeah, Ben Parker. Um, this was after Peter had retired and after, um, this was during the time when his daughter, Mayday Parker, had, um, took up the mantle of Spider-Man. But, um, the MC2 universe is incredible, um, and should be, it, it should have more prevalence than it does, mostly because, um, Black Panther's son, T'Chaka, named after T'Challa's father, T'Chaka, is Bronze Tiger, which was going to be the name of Black Panther when the, after the Black Panther move, um, political party sprouted and, well, happened, well, we all know the rest. Um... At one point in the, yeah, it was the Deadpool versus Carnage event because yes, that was a thing. Um, Carnage just decided to kill a restaurant full of people for no real reason. And um, another thing he did during the Maximum Card Carnage storyline is uh. You, with the help of Shriek, who for some reason was in love with him, that's a, another thing I don't really want to get into, turned New York City into a hotbed of rage. <laughs> um, yeah, and a hotbed of rage. Now, um, to talk about the more recent storyline. Absolute carnage. Basically, this cult... Um, Basically, in Donnie Cates's run um, on Venom, he decided to tweak, he, he decided to retcon the whole Clintar racist story just a little bit 
and uh, decided that one, the symbiotes were originally a creation from the from a being known as Null, God of the Symbiotes, um, and the first symbiote was a sword that he used to kill the Celestials, um, that would, after a while, be known as the All Black, um, and it turns out that, after, and, and, long story involving him per perfecting the symbiotes, um, he found out that he could, he essentially had a hive mind to, uh, like, scope out the world or whatever. Anyway, after, uh, the, sim the symbiotes decided to, well, the symbiotes got a taste of the real world and were free of Null's, um, got, um, hold, they decided to imprison him, um, in a cage, which they called a Clintar. Thus, um, that, that is why it, in the planet Venom, well, the Venom Space Night event where, uh, yeah, Flash Thompson went to space and discovered the planet of the symbiotes, which we now know to be Null's Cage, as Clintar. Turns out, Clintar is not the name of the planet, but the symbiote's word for prison, or cage. Um, either way, after Carnage, um, was, after Carnage got back from space, actually crashed back into the atmosphere and was very severely burned, um, and I think after, yeah, it was after, um, Bob Reynolds' century, um, threw him up into space, and also, I think, at, yeah, after Carnage Usage, which took place in 2011, a cult, um, worshipping Null, decided to resurrect Carnage, and, uh, <laughs> basically turn him into the Prophet of the Void, um, the, basically what our world was before the, um, the Celestials turned space into the universe, and he, he has a bit of the Grendel symbiote, which is the symbiote dragon that Thor, I can't remember if it's Thor or Odin, fought way, well, back in the, like, Viking era. Anyway, his, um, <laughs> lackeys told him about the codexes. The codexes are essentially, um, the remnants of a symbiote that people get after a symbiote has been attached to them. Um, and he absorbs them by, uh, <laughs> ripping out their spines. Well, he doesn't absorb them by ripping out their spines. He can absorb them when he rips their spines out, whatever. Um, <laughs> so basically he's on his, he decided to go on a quest to um, get all the codices so that he can talk to Null. And on his way to talk to Null, 
he, um, well, on his journey, he decided to possess, well, in fact, Norman Osborn, in fact, I'm pretty sure, yeah, in Absolute Carnage issue one, he infiltrates the raft, and with, like, little Carnage maggots or whatever, he decides to, um, not, uh, to, um, infect a whole prison ward in order to get essentially mindless carnage lackeys, I forget what they're called, and he infects, um, infected Norman Osborn, who at that time thought he was Cletus Cassidy, because he used the carnage symbiote alongside the goblin serum to become the red goblin, and it was this whole thing, um, the ab- absolute carnage storyline. One of the more recent things that he has done is kill Alejandro Jones, one of the um, spirits of vengeance, um, <laughs> to get her codex, and that actually resulted in a pretty badass um, carnage. What um, has been dubbed the symbiote of vengeance. Basically, Carnage got this hell like, current well, this Carnage cycle. He could control Hellfire. It, it was really cool. I, go out and read um by, the Absolute Carnage story um, comics if you can find them. In the Miles Morales, well, the Spider-Man Miles Morales, Absolute, um, Carnage tie-in, um, with the help of Eddie Brock's Venom. Miles was trying to fight off all of the mindless carnage hounds. That's what I'm going to call them. And uh, while uh, trying to um, essentially protect people from carnage, he gets infected by carnage um, and becomes a bit of a mindless slave to the carnage hive. And he gets like four arms and it's it's really cool. It's it's also a shame that Miles Morales had to get the symbi- get his first symbiote suit that way. Um, the um, maximum car- the absolute carnage storyline is it really is going to cement him at what should have been since the nineties, him being Marvel's greatest villain. Anyway, that is all I have for now. Um, See you later.